Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Our little Hawaiian throwing boy has become a man. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. God. It has not gone down since 4.30 p.m. yesterday. I'm considering calling the doctor... But I'm going to let it ride for now. I'm tingly. I'm stout. Stiff. Stiff. Wow. I mean, <laughs> sweet mother of Jesus. 30 seconds in, we're already off the rails. Depending, depending on what religion you are. That was the hottest damn thing I've seen on a football field in a long time. Folks, Tua Tungavailoa is that guy. He is that guy. Ken Levick alive, and we are celebratory, and we're full of innuendo on a Monday here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker, and a John Levine Action and Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the incredibly hot, but not as hot as yesterday, Intracoastal Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. He is Radio Life Partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Monday means the first of two for Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, and Theo... Indulge me if you would, because we had our Patty Mahomes party on mm. Friday. Your Kansas City Chiefs, your newfound red-blooded fandom of the Chiefs, you were able to sit back and enjoy it as we extolled his virtues on Friday. That was a good day, right? 100%. And I can say I've been bleeding red since I was a baby. So, you know, this <laughs> you is always been You had it in your blood the me. whole time. Yeah. That's right. Um, Stone. How does 36 of 50 feel? It feels good. How does 469 yards feel? A little better than good. How does six touchdowns feel? Gangster. How does 200 yards and four touchdowns in the fourth quarter feel? Too damn good. That is what Tua Tungavailoa did yesterday to the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, the opposing quarterback, threw three quarters had a perfect quarterback rating, a perfect quarterback rating, and somehow got outplayed by Use. That's right. He's our brother. It's Tua Tungavailoa. That was as all-world, as epic a single performance as you're going to find. And I know that some are going to try and dismiss it because for Tua we expect perfection that nobody on this planet is able to give. But in Dolphins history, there are three moments in the last 15 years that you can point to and say, my fandom is, is, is pegged to that. There's the Wildcat game in 2008. There's the Miami Miracle over the Patriots. And now there's the Tua game. This was one of the all-time great days in Dolphins history, yesterday was one of the all-time great performances in a single game in NFL history. There's not a single thing, Theo, that you can look at and you can dissect 
that is going to diminish the fact that by the numbers and by the circumstance and with the opponent that the Dolphins were playing, this is one of the single great NFL single-game performances we've ever seen. 100%. I mean, factoring in the 21-point fourth-quarter comeback, factoring in the the gutsy uh, throw to Waddle to win the game, I mean, there's, there's moments throughout the game where it's just incredible for Tua. There's no denying it any longer. There's not. Oh, he doesn't have the arm. Oh, he doesn't have the pocket presence. All of those things could be true, except the guy is a damned baller. The guy knows how to win. You either do or you don't. And Tua knows how to win. He's 17-8 and now in his pro career. Yesterday was all time. There's no disputing that from Tua. It was all time. And please allow me to recap all of the touchdowns from Tua Tungavailoa, and for that, we have enlisted the help of all-time great, just like upcoming with Tua, singing artist, multiple-time Grammy winner, it is the great Mariah Carey. Highlights courtesy of CBS. Basically a 14-13 point swing, waddling his way for six, and a six-yard strike from Tua. The cut waddles route short as a big third down here. Third and 13, and to the end zone, Gasicki, touchdown! What a catch! Woo, 14-yard snare. Upper screen. Tonga Bailoa. Here they come with Washington. There he goes, Oway chasing, touchdown, Craycraft! Mm. Two-yard throw, Tonga Bailoa with his third touchdown pass today. Ten times, he's caught nine, third and ten. Two are going deep, oh, he's got Hill! He's got Hill! Uh, that is six! Uh, more of that, he's got Hill! Uh, just wait for it. Just wait for it, it's and coming. the Dolphins are back in business! Shut him up, Tua. Tunga Bailoa, blocked by Armstead. Going, he's got him! He's got him! Tyreek Hill! And the Dolphins have come back! 60 yards! Uh, hit me one more time with that, Kevin Harlan. Tunga Bailoa, blocked by Armstead. Two into the end zone. Caught for the touchdown! Caught for the touchdown! Great. Touchdowns, 21-point fourth-quarter lead done. Mariah, I'm sorry. I butchered you. I'll make it right later, okay? That, though, is not only an all-time performance from Tua, a dramatic win for the Dolphins. It also is for our boy Lamar. We believe in Lamar. We want the dude to get paid. That's a bad loss for the Ravens. Yeah. That's a horrific loss for the Ravens. Because you had that game in the bag. The Dolphins' defense was non-existent yesterday. couple of bonehead played calls. It gives the Dolphins life. And sure enough, they take advantage. That's a, a listless faceplant fourth quarter from the Ravens. They even got themselves back in field goal range because of Lamar Jackson allowing the greatest kicker of all time, Tucker, to retake the lead only to melt down again. That's one that it's hard to recover from. What, what, I was going to ask, what was y'all thoughts around the Justin Tucker kick? So when, they, when Lamar gets them back in the field goal range and the Ravens kick the field goal and you get the offsides, 
Then they get an offsides there and they had a chance to either yeah, go for it on fourth and four. But I think you take the points. I I, I hear you, I mean, but the three way, points no, no, with no, Justin no, no. Tucker. But stop. But you can't like, just give up points. You had already gotten stoned on a fourth and one. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. You have Lamar Jackson, and you also have a defense that has not been able to stop the Dolphins all quarter long. As soon as the Ravens you, settle for those points, no, 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 no. You can't. You're you haven't crazy. been able to you, stop Waddle or Hill it doesn't the matter. whole fourth you quarter. You can't do that. If you're going to give them the ball, you can't do gonna, that. You're going to give them the ball at midfield. It's it'll be yeah. one of the most worst coaching it was, decisions it wouldn't have been midfield. of the entire what, season. It, yes, it was. It was started, not midfield. It, 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 we're it was on the forty something. The Dolphins would have been on the minus forty six right. yard line. Let's and not what forget. At the end in, of the in a very similar situation to start the comeback, the Ravens were fourth and one from the Dolphins forty one. Lamar gets stuffed at the line, and then three plays later, the Dolphins are in the end zone, and that started the avalanche. I had no problem with keeping the three on the board. I'm not saying I'm not I, saying it's the wrong decision per se, but what I am saying is after seeing like given all the context of what your defense has been in the fourth quarter and the way Tua has been picking them apart, I get it. The Ravens' play calling was trash, so they probably would have dialed up something. Sorry, like I guess if Mike McDaniel's the play caller for the Ravens, then yeah, on a fourth and four like that, you go for it. Not everybody can have a young king. I, I get that. I get that. But all I'm saying is, look, if I was playing Madden per se. And I had Lamar Jackson on a fourth and four, and I can't stop the Dolphins' offense. Am I settling for three, giving two to it all that time? John, John Harbaugh today is being skewered. I mean, absolutely lambasted. They suck. If he takes points off the board, right. says we'll go with Ford on fourth and four, doesn't get it, the game remains tied, and the right. Dolphins need to gain 30 yards to kick a field goal I for Jason it. Sanders. That, like, that would be ridiculous. That one's harder to swallow yeah. than and actually this. kicking it and losing. Sometimes, look. Sometimes you got to try and give your team the best chance to win, and I don't think their best chance to win was kicking the field goal and giving the Dolphins all of that time when you couldn't stop them. You're saying you couldn't stop them, but me, as somebody who was rooting for the Dolphins, I didn't expect for two and them to drive down the field and win you the didn't? game. Oh, I did. I did. I, you I, did? I, that, that, I didn't. Stone, I expected them to go get three. I was at least hoping, hey, go get three. Okay, like, maybe go, go, go get, get three. That's what I'm saying. But you I didn't couldn't expect- Expect them to score. Unstoppable. And at this point, you're running inside zone on a second and long for Chase Edmonds to get from what the plus forty all the way down right. to the twelve yard. Like yeah. that's not expected either. Yeah, but, but that also was a sick play call because the Ravens beautiful. were not expecting that at all. At all. At all. And that's yeah. nobody watching one. I think that was the biggest difference in the day for the Dolphins was play calling for Miami was excellent and play making as well. Mm-hmm. But also for the Ravens, it felt like the play calls were so-so, but they were still making delays. So it's easy to say, you know, Miami drew up the right plays, but for to let Tyreek Hill get behind your secondary in those pivotal moments of well, the game, that, there, I mean, there it is right Here's there. the thing, but that, that can't because happen. you're going to hear, oh, the Ravens' secondary was banged up. I don't know. On that first uh, Tyreek Hill touchdown, I saw Marcus Peters get absolutely thrashed. I mean, yeah. I mean, absolutely <laughs> blown by. He was on the field, and he got destroyed. Oh, they're banged up. I don't know. That's their best corner. And Tyreek Hill made him look like a fool. So I don't listen, that first the second one was a blown coverage. Absolutely. Credit to Tua, though. He took a shot while he was throwing that. He just stood in and said, Go get it, brother. Short king. Go get it. You're talking about it, the one man. where Tyreek Hill was down the left side line. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, well, that was the second one. That was a blown coverage, but the first one, Marcus Peters, just blown right by. That was a go round, and Tua said, Go get it, my brother. <laughs> Even though he underthrew it, just a tad. That's fine. He, a tad. He Who cares? I'd rather, I'd rather him underthrow it for the touchdown <laughs> than overthrow it out the back of the right. end zone like you see with some of these right. other guys. I'm kidding. And if you want to talk about underthrows, I mean, I love Lamar, but that Hail Mary, that looked a little noodle on at the end of the game. I love the Hail Mary, and I completely disagree. Worked. It almost he, worked. He threw that ball 60 yards on a it frozen rope. He got it. He got it where he, got he needed it to, the to get it to, line. but Bateman got tripped and, up. And, and Bateman has a case. He would have had it. Bateman has a very good case oh, trying to get that flag. I understand me. you don't throw a flag spare in that situation, me. but yeah. you have a case. Also, don't say that about Lamar. That was a 60-yard ball on a frozen there. rope. 
Frozen, bro. I've seen better from Nikosi Perry. No, you haven't. There's no way. Speaking about this Baltimore secondary, though, like, oh, they're all banged up. You weren't saying that the first half. Right, exactly. You weren't saying that the first half. You were it happy wasn't ex- that Marcus Peters was back. It wasn't an excuse until it had to be. Right. Uh, and and it, by the way, there was only one significant secondary injury uh, it, it, for the Ravens yesterday based on who was inactive. So, I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Stevens played. Peters played. Done deal. That's all you needed. They, they, and Tua ripped him up. Tyreek Hill ripped him up. Jalen Waddell ripped him up. I mean, Tua stood in there. And completed a 62-yard pass from the end zone earlier in the game, splitting two defenders where Mike McDaniel has a fullback spread out wide to block down the field. That's next-level big brain stuff. The <laughs> yeah. Dolphins are playing, and they're coached at a different level. They just are. Is Mike McDaniel at this point already like a top-five play caller in the NFL? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 it's only two. It's, I don't top five like, isn't crazy. I don't want to go top five crazy. potential, top five ceiling. Sure. Right now. Top five potential, but I tell you what, the league's on notice right now. Like They're seeing what the Dolphins are doing with some of these sets, there's constant motion. It's Come confusing. Like, there are guys, there are offensive coordinators on third and long that separate themselves, like a Sean McVay, like like Mike McDaniel on third and long. Like when you yeah. let him hang, right, and go to that certain part of the play call sheet that you have, a few guys can do that. Mike McDaniel's not afraid to re- reach those depths of that play call sheet. And he comes from the genius tree that we all praise, right? We've been praising this genius tree for the past five years. If he comes from that tree, he showed us, I know it's only been two games, and I know you don't want to get into early hyperbole. You guys are the Dolphins fans here. I mean, I already know I have a top five play caller mm-hmm. in Chiefs Kingdom. A cheeseburger. But I'm just trying to welcome you up into the top five level. I think Mike McDaniel, after <laughs> what he did in week one, the fourth and seven to Jalen Waddle at the end of the half, that play call, magnificent. Chef's kiss. Yeah. And throughout the day on Sunday, it felt like, it felt like a, a literal advantage. It felt like... The Ravens had a shorter playbook. Where Miami's yeah, going to separate themselves is in explosive plays. So that's passes over 15 yards and that's, runs over 12. Like, like every th- other play. That's how you win <laughs> football games. They're called explosive plays. It's just a 15-yard mark. Like the Dolphins are going to be winning in that department against their opponent in explosive plays over those passes that are over 15 yards. I mean, two is averaging eight yards per pass yesterday. Like, that's how you win ball games. And it, the, the, the thought that, uh, well, Chua can't throw the deep ball, it doesn't matter because the Dolphins are clearly going to make their living, which we knew, off of yards after the catch. That was the M.O. of Mike McDaniel before the Dolphins, before Tua. It's yards after the catch. So then when your defense is so keyed in on making sure that you're cutting off running lanes after receptions, what happens? You get beat over the top. You get confused on the back end. You have Tyreek Dam Hill running free by himself down the left sideline. That's how you get hurt. That's how you get killed. And Tua killed them yesterday. Killed them. It's what happens when you can move guys in different spots, right? Tyreek can play the outside. He can come on the inside. You're going to motion them from left to right, right to left. Like, that's hard to stay up with if you're a defensive coordinator. And that's why these guys are wide open all the time. And don't you think that was part of the reason why Tyreek Hill was wide open? I don't think it was as much of a blown coverage, but they had a rookie corner on Tyreek Hill. Yeah. In a position where they're thinking they're trying to go for the sticks. Right. So Tyreek slowed down just Absolutely. a bit. It wasn't a stop and go, but Absolutely. he gave him a little bit of a hesitation and then zoomed past well, him. If you look, too, if you look, there's three defenders bracketing Jalen Waddle yeah. because they all believed, rightfully or not, based on their assignment, that that was being thrown to Waddle at the sticks, like you said. For yeah. sure. And Tyreek Hill is so wide open on that game-tying touchdown that before the ball even lands in his hands – Jalen Waddell is celebrating running down the field. Like, knew it. Knew it. They're dead. We got him. I mean, (laughs) the Ravens allowed Tua to kill 
them. The most divisive quarterback in the league, and Tua in one quarter killed them. 14 of 17, 200 yards in that fourth quarter, four touchdowns in that fourth quarter. And now you've got a Dolphins team that's full of momentum. You've got a quarterback whose previous coach tried to kill him, like in a bad way. Yeah. Tried to kill him, saying, hey, you're done. Uh, I don't believe in you. Now this dude's been restored. And for the Ravens, a proud organization, playoff winners two years ago, a two-time or, or an MVP is their quarterback, and they lose that game, a Super Bowl-winning uh, head coach in John Harbaugh. He got outcoached. They got outplayed. They got out-executed. And their quarterback had an all-world day, and they still lost because the opposing quarterback had an all-universe day. And my, my favorite narrative coming out of it, too, is that if two is going to have a good career, it started yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is the, the floor to the, the launching pad, mm-hmm. basically. I love the narrative, and I think it may be true as far as you know, it speaks to the confidence level a game like this gives you. I don't know, too, but like, I, everybody's acting like this is like kind of day one of it all. But I've always felt, you know, obviously, Ken, you've always been on it, but I've always felt like Tua wasn't as bad as everybody was knocking him to be. Like, he was winning games in the NFL as a starting quarterback, which seems to be pretty mm-hmm. hard if you ask any of these other guys. Yeah, I, I mean, here, if Tua ends up being a good game manager who can sometimes drag your ass to the finish line, you know what? That's a successful NFL career, and that's a quarterback you can win with. And he went out, and he wasn't even a game. The crazy thing is, though people look at him as that, like a glorified game manager, he went out and won that he, football That's game. the thing, exactly. He put the Dolphins on his he back. Did. He <laughs> led them to the finish line for the win. That's crazy. the thing. And for all of the, uh, Tua can't can help you win games. I mean, Tua can't win a game for you. He's part of it, but he can't win a game for you. He just damn did. He did it. He did it yesterday in uh, one quarter. The one argument against that could be, did he win it or did Tyreek Hill Who cares? and Jalen Waddle do They're it? They're on the team. At the end of the day, He maximized exactly. them. And have you ever seen a better win-win? I, I know it's it's early again. It's only two games in. But, again, this is the NFL. We overreact. It's Sports Talk Radio. I mean, yeah, week two is overreaction week. Have you ever seen a better win-win than this offseason trade with the Chiefs and the Dolphins where the Dolphins get Tyreek Hill, who totally changed the trajectory yeah. of what we think the Dolphins – like, people are thinking the Dolphins now are – not just serious playoff contenders, but if they can beat the Bills oh. this upcoming weekend, people are talking potential mm-hmm. Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. Where, where the Dolphins get Tyreek Hill, and the Chiefs get those picks to solidify things around Patrick right. Mahomes. They weren't going to be able to pay Tyreek Hill. Right. So the Chiefs get the picks to solidify their defense. Perfect win-win, gentleman's handshake for me to you from Chiefs yeah, Kingdom. Say, so Ken Levick alive's living good. It I would raise amazing. you. I would raise you. Uh, Bills Vikings didn't Justin Jefferson go to Minnesota in exchange for Stephon Diggs? Did they were part of that deal? Oh, right? it was the, it was the pick. Yeah, it was. My, it yeah. T- that pick turned into Justin Jefferson. Wow. Yeah. So that's that was incredible. pretty good too. That, no, that that's worked incredible. out pretty good too. <laughs> Both those teams are are super happy about that too. Yeah. Um, but. The Ravens, that was as good a win as that was for the Dolphins. And this is not a, did the Dolphins win it or did the Ravens choke it away? No, 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 no. The Dolphins, in every sense, won this game. Yeah, it's 60-40. Like, it definitely leans Dolphins. Yeah, that stuff doesn't matter. It can be a very good win for the Dolphins that they earned and a very bad loss for the Ravens because they were up 21 and then just got hit upside the head multiple times by a 2 a 2 by 4 a Tua by four, Ooh. if you will. Oh, I probably should have no. just gone with Disappointed that. Disappointed you yeah, missed I that I one. I workshopped it as it was happening, and <laughs> I, I couldn't. It was sort of like my, me missing on my Mariah Carey production. I just blew it. I'm still disappointed about that. Miss you, Queen. I'm sorry. Uh, what was the worst loss yesterday in the NFL? 
I say the Ravens, but boy, are there a lot to choose from because there were some bad late collapses and then there were some just flat-out no-shows yesterday. What was the worst loss yesterday in the NFL? And of course, we'll celebrate Tua. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Of everything you saw yesterday, Theo, mm. and let's not forget, we have two, count them, two Monday night football games tonight. Ooh. But of all you saw yesterday, the loss where you're just like, that is horrendous. Which one is it? I, I wonder, can we? Can I do Temple of Troll early here for my worst loss? Do we want to do Temple of Troll? Hey, I'm can ready. I, right, I, can, I can fire that thing still, up. Let's get it fired up. And I'm going to, uh, uh, we'll try and salvage this after I absolutely <laughs> massacred my Mariah Carey uh, to a love song. What I might do, Stone, is later in the show, I might get that thing cleaned up so we can properly have a to a love moment, okay? Yeah, there I mean, because I blew it. I blew it. And then I was like, Stone, we got twice. And it was me. It was me the whole time. I screwed it up in production. Unacceptable. So, uh, so my bad. But let's we get. Shouldn't have, we shouldn't have fired our production crew. I, well, that's the thing. I, I may need to bring him back. Yeah, I know. It was a little. <laughs> I, I didn't train. I didn't coach him up well enough, and I was a little hasty with the pink slips. All right. Yeah. Uh, he is very, very petty. He is a man who is going to sit, and he is going to rip on your team. He is absolutely going to disrespect you in every way, shape, or form, and do it to your face from a sports standpoint. Otherwise, he's a pretty nice guy. But when it comes to sports, he's ruthless. It's time for an early edition mm. of Temple of Troll. Congregation. It's time to hear the good word. He prays for your sports pain. Rosiu then rejoices and preaches pettiness. Theo Dorsey is in his bully pulpit in the Temple of Troll. In the words of uh, the chosen one, LeBron James, Cleveland, <laughs> this is for you. Uh, the Browns just like their underpants. Cleveland Browns. I mean... You deserve this, honestly. You really did deserve this. You had fans tailgating in the parking lot yeah. before the game, yeah. uh, kind of parading for Deshaun Watson uh-huh. and doing a lot of uh, very unsavory things in the mm. parking lot, thinking they have an easy win against the Jets. So that, that made sense, right? They thought they had an easy win. They'd be fools and idiots in the parking lot. Because the so, Jets are terrible. Yeah, sounds like Browns fans yeah. getting a little bit ahead of themselves. So the Browns looking to get to their first 2-0 start in, you know, since I was born, pretty much. And Cleveland, Cleveland Browns in fashion, and just plain old-fashioned Cleveland Browns fashion, they were up 31. Well, excuse me. They were up 30 to 17. They are right. up 13 points with a minute 22 left to go. Done deal, right? Done deal against the New York Jets, who, again, are keeping receipts. Special, uh, they, they are keeping receipts. Just ask, just ask Salah. Yeah, Robert or Salah. Rob. Nobody keeps receipts like this guy. I mean, uh. this guy is ready for the IRS. And the Cleveland Browns become the first team in NFL history since the Cleveland Browns in 2,229 <laughs> games to lead a game by 13 points with a minute 22 left and end up losing, and they did it to the receipt-keeping New York Jets. Cleveland Browns, you stink now, you stink later, and even in 10 weeks when you get your uh, what's your, dirty man quarterback back, yeah, whatever you want to consider Deshaun Watson, you're going to continue to stink. The stench of that franchise not going anywhere anytime soon. Bing so bong. Uh, I, I'm glad you guys were able to at least prematurely celebrate before you end up losing to the Jets. You got beat by Flacco and a head coach that's keeping receipts. <laughs> and you you 
could not recover an onside kick, which the NFL oh has basically God. made. Well, I mean, that was slick Rick. It was, was slick it was awesome. Rick. But in the NFL, it's not designed for you anymore to even have a chance to recover an onside kick. And somehow the Browns, who have put a demon in the middle of their field, what is yeah. that, a troll? <laughs> it was. What are they doing? The off- They're trolling on- themselves. The yeah. onside kick was really well executed, though. You got beat by Flacco. He got beat by Joe Flacco. I don't even care if they get the football karma. Like, how do you let Joe Flacco beat you? It's awesome. Because he's got that dog in him. He's elite. But you know what? Did you hear the stat about Joe Flacco against the Browns, which he's, like, incredibly good against them because he played for the Ravens all those years and the Browns stink? Yeah. He extends his streak. He beat the Browns again. Oh, man. NFL passing yards leader. One, Tua Tungavailoa. (laughs) Two, Carson Wentz. Three, Joe Flacco. Just like you drew it up. Just like That's I like drew it up. up. This is Car- Stone's Carson dream. Wentz, Carson Wentz yesterday, by the way, I mean, that team sucked. The, the Lions just railroaded them yesterday. I can't believe that was even a game. Like, there were so many good games going on there, and then you had that. That game. Lions, right. It's Lions like the NFL commanders. was like, oh, God, we forgot to schedule games yeah. for these guys. Just have them play. <laughs> What was the worst loss yesterday in the NFL? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Um, and, and again, you can call to celebrate, too. I'm all for it. We don't need apologies to Tua. We're not going to accept. I'm not going to accept your apologies. Yeah, That's fine. You can sit in it. I don't care. You can sit in your guilt. What I will do is take a, Ken, you were right. I don't need an apology. Just say, Ken, Stone, Theo, you were right. That's mm. all I need. Don't mm. apologize. Tua doesn't want your apologies, Mm-mm. but we want the gratification of knowing that we told you. Let's start with Leo in Riviera Beach. What's up, Leo? Hey, hey, Ken. Hey, Theo. Hey, Stone. We uh, all were right about Tua because right. I've been on the Tua band that's right. since the beginning. I'm just so proud of the Dolphins. Just yeah, This was one of the best wins that we've ever had. I mean, Leo, do you agree with wins. me? Do you agree with me that there's, there's in the last 15 years, there's the Wildcat game, there's the Miami Miracle against the Patriots, and there's this. Like, those are the three pillars of Dolphins fandom now over the last 15 years. Oh, most definitely. It's like those are the games that made you shed tear, tears of joy where you thought we were out of it. Man, I was out in Isla Mirada yesterday, and there were some Raven fans. At halftime, they were jumping up for joy. They were so excited. And I was just like, I thought we were done. I thought the Dolphins were done. But we're never going to be out of a game. That was my one takeaway. The Dolphins will never be out of a game with an offense like that, with play calling like that. In the past, we would have done screens and draws with Flores. We would have done little dinks and dunks, and we would have gone three and out. And we wouldn't have gone for it on those fourth downs in the past with those coaching. So I'm so excited for the Dolphins' future. Like I said at the beginning of the year, Dolphins are going 12-5. and five. They're going to get the first wild card spot. They're going to beat the Chiefs to get to the AFC mm. Championship. <laughs> and imagine the storyline. Beat Josh Allen and the Bills to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, That's going to be awesome. I can't wait it. Spins up, baby. I love it. I love it. And, and this is the thing is, yes, Brian Flores, that game's done. And he's yelling it too on the sideline oh, yeah. too. He might have pulled him. Back. Yeah, I was saying he yeah, might have seen somebody up. else. Teddy, Teddy would have come in, no doubt about it. But yeah. then you now have an offense where, because of Tyreek and Jalen Waddle and how much you have to account for, and I saw a stat yesterday: the Ravens' secondary ran a total of like almost sixty-two hundred yards <laughs> in the game yesterday. <laughs> I feel like that adds up. I didn't get it at the time, but I'm like, wait a minute, those guys. I mean, the legs are heavy. Yeah. That's lead at that point. You can throw yourself back into a game. Even if you don't believe in Tua's arm, with those two guys, you can throw yourself back into the game. By the way, Mike Gesicki, that's why he got franchise tagged. 
that ability to get up, make a play. Yeah. Is he worth the franchise tag? No. No, no, no. no, no. I'm not saying he's no. worth the franchise tag. What I'm saying is that if he's engaged, he can certainly contribute to this offense. And now I think, you know, there's a shadow upon that because when you do have to bracket guys like Jalen Waddle and Tariq Hill, Jackson Sackey's going to find one-on-one coverage. He's going point. to find stuff down the seam. I'm yeah, saying, I'll take him one-on-one on one all the time. But we're getting, a jump ball we're, guy. We're, uh, there's a lot of guys who could fill that role. But, hey, it was nice to see him play well yesterday. But it's easy, it's easy no, to I'm run not, out there I'm not extolling one his, linebacker on your hip I'm all not day putting long. him on a pedestal. What I'm saying okay. is that there are, there are only a handful of tight ends that have his pure athletic ability, That's true. ability in the NFL. So putting him in a one-on-one in this offense is super helpful mm. if you can get him in those matchups. Uh, let's go to Ernesto in Boyden. Hey, Ernesto. Hello, Ken. Hello, Theo. Hello, Stone. Hola. What a game. Guys, I can't say nothing about two. I never, I never said that he was bad. I just said that, one, they're just getting too much doubt. You know, they were just they were talking too much crap. I never said anything about him. Yes, on record. Do we agree? I never talked about about. No, no, about I never heard you say anything bad about two. I'm okay, with you. all right. Now, now, okay. Now put this on record. You made me lose the eliminator, bro. Damn it, you <laughs> How can you have your best game and knock me off the eliminator? <laughs> he cost you money. He cost you some cash, Dude, man. Oh my God, he had to have the game of his life. <laughs> oh, Jesus! I, you know, um, yeah, it was a good game, man. He knocked me out of an eliminator. Uh, but I can't say the week before I chose him. So, you know, it's, it, it's, 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 uh, it's funny how he gave me the, he extended me just for one more week. Then I went against them. Then he has the game of his life right. and knocks me out. Uh, Brilliant. Uh, hey, you know what though? Because, Giants, Giants, yeah, okay, man. Uh, biggest loss, biggest loss, biggest loss. Um, I say across the board, there's a few, uh, uh, uh Theo, you said it. It's going to be for life, dude. Then I, that franchise, listen, I had a sympathy for the Browns fans when they left, okay? When they got robbed of the franchise and they snuck out, that, out, 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 out the uh, city uh, mm-hmm. under the cover of darkness, yeah. you know, and stripped the team, I thought that was wrong. I was, I was with them getting their franchise back, blah, blah, blah. It all changed this year, okay? Put this on record. Put this. They're not winning anything, even when they get their Theo, you said it. Even when they get it back. The karma, the stuff, what they did in the parking lot. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, bro, because that thing is everywhere now. That is ugly, bro. Listen, that franchise is marked. I don't care. You're you're not doing anything. That money is going to be bad spent. I'm sorry. Guys, have a good weekend. And by the way, let's go Vikings! Let's go Oh, Ernesto. Ernesto. Uh, by the way, did he tell us to have a good weekend on Monday? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think he had a good weekend. That's... Oh, man. Hey, his Giants are 2-0. I don't uh, I don't blame him. Let's, Incredible. Uh, Incredible let's go to uh, Bert in West Palm. What's going on, Bert? What's going on, guys? What do you got for us, my man? Worst loss of the weekend. With all the talk about them being contenders and all this. The Colts getting blanketed by the <laughs> What the hell happened there? Because I was going to bring them up. I thought with Matt Ryan, and I thought with the best running back in the NFL, that we were seeing the sexy pick to win uh, the the AFC South. And now you get blanked by the Jags? They weren't even competitive. What is happening there? Well, I think they put too much faith in uh, 
Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan is his best days are gone, man. They, <laughs> yes. they need a quarterback. Yes, yes. To put it lightly, yes, his best days are absolutely gone. Appreciate well, you, Bert. They needed a quarterback for like three or four seasons. They keep now. doing this. Twenty to nothing. You got blanked by the Jags. It wasn't even impressive either. No, they just sort of like the Trevor Jaguars. Lawrence looked good. He did. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence looked good for yeah. once. <laughs> yeah, but the culture just so you've you've tied against the Texans. And you've been that's shut out so by the Jets. That's so bad. I mean, that's almost worse than losing those two because you, I mean, you found a way to tie with the Texans in a game you could have won yeah. three different times. And then, and Lovey Smith tried to lose that game. Yeah, he, he really wanted he to really lose. He really tried to lose that Direct game. Direct orders from the boss. And then you just get blanked. That was ugly. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Uh, uh, Larry is with us here on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, Larry. Hey, Ken. Huh? I'm calling in to take my lumps. I'm a big Ravens fan, <laughs> oh, so yeah. Larry, Larry. You, you got you guys were right, man. It, um, so how are you? How do you? Because I've obviously consumed this from a Dolphin standpoint, where I am uh, exceedingly obnoxious, and I have not come down since about 4:30 yesterday in a multitude of ways. You, how have you uh, consumed this? Where are you at headspace wise right now? Oh, I, I'm confused. I mean, through three quarters, Lamar looked like the best thing going. I mean, he broke Michael Vick's record for 100-yard rushers. He was had a perfect passer rating. I thought we were we had that game in a bag, and then it just Tua just exploded. It was unbelievable. Yep, he sure I just did. wanted to say, worst loss though, I'd have to give it to the whole AFC North division. When is the last time that whole division everybody lost? <laughs> yeah, so you've got yeah. Th- so the Bengals are owing too, and we'll talk about them Oof. because they lost to Cooper Rush. They've lost to Mitch Trubisky and Cooper Rush to start the year. Oh. The Steelers go down. Mac Jones is still bad, yeah. but you lose that at mm. home. You're exactly right. The entire division suffered horrid the losses Browns. yesterday. Yeah, the Browns Let losing the to the Jets. Oof. Yeah, it's not only the losses. Super Bowl- you're right. It's the it's the magnitude of the losses too. Who they lost to or how they lost those games. Uh, that's a great. Yeah, I point. mean, at least the Dolphins will make the playoffs. The other three teams. <laughs> yeah, at least they look like a playoff <laughs> team. Right. That that is. You know what? That's a good optimistic take on that. Is hey, at least my team lost to a likely playoff team. The rest of those dopes. Not so much. All right. And Larry, appreciate you calling in. Respect That's as a good. Ravens fan. That is good. Yeah. That is good. Uh, M-Dub's uh, tweets in, calm down, bud. It's two games. Ramen noodle arm, Tua stinks. That's cool. If 469 I mean, stinks, give me all the ramen. Poor Give me M-Dub. all the ramen. Poor M-Dub. He hates his job. He hates Mondays. He's, just, and, he's and got a case of the Mondays. And that's what you got for us yeah. right here is calm down, bud. Calm ramen down, bud. noodle arm. Calm down, bud. Show some love. Calm down, boss. Calm down, pal. You know what? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Tell me to calm down. That's what I'm going to tell you. It's been up for Tua. it's been up for a whole 24 hours. A whole 24 hours. It can't hours. come down. It can't come down right now. Oh, I'm I'm just waddling around. He's <laughs> <laughs> Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. We'll take your calls. More of the worst losses in the NFL yesterday. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. I'm Ken Levick. I'm waddling and I'm eating ramen. I'm live on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We figured out our problem with Mariah Carey. She's still going to get her money. 
her royalty money for us. Good, good, good. We're going to make it right. I was worried about her. I know. She needs she doesn't have enough money. money. Yeah, come on. She does not have enough Don't money. Don't shortchange it. I know. How much are we paying her? Um, Too much. That's <laughs> okay. why I had to fire the production staff. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. I had this idea. Be- between Tyler Van Dyke's $2,000, yeah. Mariah Carey's right. asking price, I right. mean, it's too much. I, production staff, maybe you can work for gift certificates. If you're listening, we're sorry. I'm sorry. We do trades. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we'll do trade. <laughs> it's like when the Heat fired their entire uh, ticket sales staff once the big three came together. There was no need for them. But now I'm realizing the error in my ways. But in the second hour, we will play our love song, our ballad via Mariah Carey for Tua Tonga Vailoa. It's because there was bad communication, Stone. We communicate very well, but sometimes we slip up, and that's what happens. We just expected too much of them at times. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, the Dolphins, they communicated yesterday, especially in that fourth quarter. Uh, And you're going to hear a lot of people trying to communicate to you, still trying to knock Tua, still trying to find a way. If if Justin Herbert, and by the way, he's never thrown for 400 yards in his NFL career, I know because I checked. How about six touchdowns? Has he ever done that? No. Maybe over the course of three games. Yeah. yeah. Mahomes has done that. Yeah. But not Tua. Or not Herbert. Or uh, Herbert, I'm sorry. Tua just did it. Tua just did it. That's right. Theo, uh, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm still coming down. 10, 50, no, it's still up. Yeah. Uh, about 10, 15 <laughs> minutes ago, Theo, you hey, did mention coat. that nobody wins at the pace that Tua does. And yeah. I think you're right there, especially, can I interest you guys in the best win percentage of QBs drafted in 2020? Oh, please do tell. Tua. Tonga oh. Vailoa. Oh, weird. 65%. Oof. Okay. Justin Herbert. Uh-huh. How's he doing? 47%. Oh, weird. He's never had a winning record in his career. That's weird. Let's go over on to uh, Joe Burrow. Uh-huh. 44%. Ooh. Not cool, Joe. And Jalen Hurts at 50%. Ooh, that hurts. So we got ourselves a winner here yeah. in Tua Tonga Vailoa. Okay. So did we choose wrong? Between him and Justin Herbert in the draft, who knows? Who knows? The jury's still out. You it may is. love the deep ball. But I saw some deep throwing yesterday from Tua. Mm-hmm. The jury is still out after what we saw yesterday. 469, six touchdowns, uh, a 21-point fourth quarter comeback, four touchdowns in the fourth, yet people still want to poke holes because you know what it means, Theo? In this business, we like engagement, right? You got you to gotta be noticed. And so what has happened in sports media, especially via social media, is that you say outlandish things, so then people go click, 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 click. Click, 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 click. You've been in TV for a long time. You've seen it. Mm -hmm. I've been in radio for a long time. I've seen it. Stone, you've consumed this media for a long time, and now you're in it, so you understand how it works. Oh, yeah. Um, So that's where someone like Keyshawn Johnson comes in, because Keyshawn's not dumb. Keyshawn, he has opinions. He'll be bold. He knows, though, in the mornings on ESPN Radio, and you hear them, uh, uh, him, Max Kellerman, and Jay Will here on ESPN 106.3, 6 to 10 a.m., that morning show, it wants click, 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 click. Wants listeners. Yeah. Wants, ah, oh, Keyshawn, what an opinion. Got to be polarized. Yeah. And so so it, it, this is where Keyshawn gets it. I don't think he believes what he's saying, but he knows it's the nonsense that people are going to gobble up. So you're still going to hear a lot of this today. Here's Keyshawn Johnson just being mind-numbingly incorrect. Tua did a good job. He did a good job. You can't take away... When somebody does a good job, you can't take that away from them. But, but I'm not about to sit up and jump up and down 
it, it, it act as though the Miami Dolphins didn't try and replace him three different times. I understand that he had 469 yards. I understand he had six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I understand he brought them from behind late in the mm-hmm. game. Sure did. But I also understand football, mm-hmm. and I know that the Baltimore Ravens didn't do themselves any good oh. by doing some of the things they did late uh, in the game uh, from a defensive uh, uh, uh. standpoint. Mm. They blew coverages. Uh, yeah. On top of that, where was Marlon Humphreys? Was he out on the field? How about Marcus Peters? Was he even on the field? Like, so they their foot off the yeah. ass on defense. Sure. Exactly. My, Marcus Peters was right across things. from two That's on more t- of uh, a Ravens issue first than it was a Dolphins there. victory. I'm not going to buy into that, Jay. If you want me to, uh, I'm, I'm still not going to buy into that. But, I mean, Keyshawn just makes himself sound stupid. But here's the thing. Marcus that, Peters was right there on Tyreek Hill's first in, uh, first touchdown. And I don't know how you let off the gas defensively. I don't know how that <laughs> That's the works. Point. That doesn't work. And right. and, I, and another thing, number one, or point three, I guess, that we're making on Keyshawn's take, Marlon Humphreys isn't an NFL player. It's Marlon Humphrey. Mm-hmm. And if he was that big of a difference maker, then maybe we have the yeah, name right. Understand uh, the name. Just also, uh, this isn't the first time that, you know, a starting cornerback has been out for a team. Right. And it's not every day that that happens. A quarterback throws for six touchdowns yeah. and 460 It's weird. Uh, I, I haven't seen Byron Jones on the field at all for the Dolphins this season, and I hmm. don't recall Lamar Jackson throwing for six touchdowns yesterday or Mac Jones in week one throwing for six yeah. touchdowns. It's a what, lazy It's a lazy yeah. take. What, what, what Keyshawn should say is that it's embarrassing that the Ravens can't find a way to function with that secondary even though uh, it's it's one corner, he's acting like the entire secondary is gone. <laughs> it's a lazy take. But it, 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 Marcus Peters was defending Tyreek Hill on his first touchdown yesterday. It has nothing to do with the secondary. Like the offensive play calls and the receivers are what make the right. secondary look bad. This has right. nothing to do with the Baltimore defense. It, it doesn't. It, it, but it's it's this it's ca- this constant desire to diminish Tua because click 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 click. Like it, people like Keyshawn Johnson. People like Keyshawn Johnson are the same people where Jesus Christ himself could come descending from the heavens. And I'm not a religious person, but I would say, my God, that's Christ. Like, or my, my, kind of my, my worst <laughs> father, that's Christ. You know, like, I would be like, holy crap, like, that's, that's him. Uh, uh, look at that. But Keyshawn would be like, hmm, I thought he'd be taller. Like, that's the kind of guy, like, just trying to find any way to diminish something incredible. That's what Keyshawn's trying to do there. And he also pulled the whole former player, I know football thing. I know football. (laughs) But the funniest part about that, and you'll notice it with most former players, Stone might even do this as a former player that's now in sports media. They'll say blanket terms like, I know football, blown coverage, this is the reason, but they'll never actually go into detail about what the hell actually happened that went wrong, like, he said all of the numbers, all of the good stuff, but mm-hmm. then he negates it with, I know football, and it doesn't matter because yeah. he's not that good. But here, I'll play this game. How? Keyshawn, Why? I know radio, and I know what you're trying to do, yeah. saying things like that about Ooh. Tua. You don't actually mean what you said, but the views are going to be good when that clip is put out on Twitter. I physically got high yesterday on Twitter when <laughs> I were going after these blue checkmark tweets saying, hey, we need to take Tua out of the game, right? The Dolphins need to find another quarterback. And what I saw that I loved so much where it would be like, let's say 200 retweets, 200 likes, and all of a sudden you go to the replies and it's at 4,000. Uh-huh. Like people were just replying on that thread after the game. And I was like, God, these people that tweeted that, yeah, they love their engagement. Like yeah. they got what they Absolutely. wanted, but not, not in the, the, the not sense in the that way they, they did. thought. They, they <laughs> right. weren't getting the reinforcement they thought they were going to get. They were getting right. a whole lot of, hey, how'd that tweet hold up? Yeah, they got ratio. Yeah. 
Um, but but then there's Tyreek, and this is why this is a successful haven right now for Tua. Because you have the endlessly positive Mike McDaniel, but you also have this guy, this newcomer, who has been nothing but supportive. And we've laughed at him, said, why are you putting him up against Patrick Mahomes, saying he's more accurate, he's the most accurate quarterback you've ever played with? What are you doing? People laughing at him, Mike Greenberg laughing at him, trashing him. But Tyreek Hill constantly has Tua's back. And here's another example, CBS Sports headquarters yesterday. For all the, you ain't got to ask me no question on that. For all the haters out there, man, who said Tua can't do this, can't be that, you know, I really hope you soon jump on jump on this bandwagon, man, because not only is Coach McDaniels going to need a wheelbarrow, he also going to need a tool, going to need a wheelbarrow after the season. The tote his money, his boatload of money, and also his cojones. <laughs> money and cojones. He, he had to get that. <laughs> yeah, money, money and cojones. The cojones. Uh-huh. But and the thing, too, is it don't. Tyreek Hill understands something that, that I think a lot of people are missing on, they're looking at Tua's natural talent. They're looking at Tua's arm. They're looking at Tua's inefficiencies, and they're not recognizing that the Dolphins did exactly what Tua needs mm-hmm. and surrounded him with the one of the best play mm-hmm. callers and playmakers on the outside that mask those inefficiencies. And mm-hmm. also, it accelerates the things he's good at, like these timing throws and just getting the ball in the hands of the playmakers yep. at the right time. And teammates that trust him, too. That, right. too. Has Chris Greer been a good GM? Probably not. No. And, and and Keyshawn Johnson's Keyshawn Johnson, oh, I, I, I know three different times they've tried to get rid of two of this organization. Okay. But Brian Flores is the one who wanted to go get Deshaun Watson. Okay. Steven Ross was flirting with Tom Brady. Okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Brian Flores preferred him. Fine. But none of those are Mike McDaniel. None of that stuff happened under McDaniel and Greer being yeah. paired up. And what happened when Mike McDaniel came in and Chris Greer had an opportunity to go get Tyreek Hill? He made the right call. He went and got Tyreek Hill. They have put the weapons around uh, uh, around Tua. Don't you? Isn't that what you do when you're in charge of constructing a roster? Is hey, how do I put my players in the best position to succeed? Just because Tua is not going to throw seventy yards down the field like Justin Herbert can doesn't mean he can't be successful. But you've got to put him in a position to succeed. If when Stone started on this show, I just said, "Hey, Stone, open the mic and go off on a twenty-minute <laughs> soliloquy on something," that wouldn't be putting him in a position to succeed. Yeah, misuse of resources, right? But but easing him in with, hey, tell me about this football situation or tell me about this thing that happened to you on Friday night. Getting him comfortable to a point now where this dude is a co-host. This dude is doing another Division One college football game on ESPN Plus on Saturday mm. uh, at North Dakota State or North Dakota? North Dakota. North Dakota, but still one of the powers yep. in the FCS. Like That's where you put him in a position to succeed and then you let it blossom. And that's what's happening right now with Tua. And this is the last time I'm ever ever comparing Stone to Tua ever oh, but it's the same yeah. thing it's the same thing with with you though do you think when you started in television and the the, the sports director the news director there is like all right uh Theo uh here's uh here's uh, some bullet points on a script uh go off king you think that would be good no not not helpful at all they got to you, you ease people in you put them in position to succeed like you said and also it's not just about knowing what their strengths are but also recognizing the weaknesses and knowing how to mask those mm-hmm. so it's it's uh the Dolphins are doing what they're supposed to do with Tua and it's working out. We know Tua's weaknesses. There's no secrets yeah. there. What we didn't know is how he could take advantage of the strengths how, around him. How calm he was, man. This dude played with guys. 
at Alabama. You think he doesn't know how to maximize these guys? Come on now. Give him the ball. Come on. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? At Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, their team's experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Raiders, we haven't forgotten about you. Mm-mm. We are definitely, definitely coming for you. Also, later on, Canes fans, you've had two sleeps now since whatever Saturday was happened. How you feeling at this moment? Mm. That's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. All right, we've been talking about the worst losses in the NFL. And I just glanced, Theo pointed it out, like the Raiders. That was an abomination yesterday. Ken Levick alive Monday after the full slate week two in the NFL. Two Monday night games tonight, including the Dolphins' next victim. The Bills are in action. What was the worst loss in the NFL yesterday? I say it is the Ravens. You are you are up 21 in the fourth quarter, and then Tua carves you. Carves you up. Just embarrasses you. For the first time in his career, he truly just lets it loose. We saw Alabama Tua for the first time. We did. And it was glorious. Uh, As for Theo, he says the Browns. That's football karma through and through. You're sitting there celebrating in a disgusting way to Sean Watson in the parking lot before the game, and then you lose to the lowly Jets, whose coach in the New York market is what should be uh, signaling the death knell by saying, I got receipts, I got receipts, people mocking us, I'm going to throw them out there when we win. And then you lose to that, you lose to Flacco, Mm. that's bad. That's a rough, rough ride. Then there's the Raiders. I mean, they were up 20 to nothing. (laughs) This is the largest choke job in Raiders history. And they've done great things, and they've been around for a long time. They've also done some terrible things. And this is the biggest come-from-behind loss in Raiders history to a guy that we spent the offseason panning because his new contract gave an exact amount of time he had to study a yeah. playbook every single week. This was horrific yeah. from the Raiders. There was no excuse to lose that game to the Cardinals, who looked like Cliff Kingsbury might not have even been led back on the plane the way things were going. Ugly. And I would say I need a, the NFL to launch a full investigation. If, if Calvin Ridley is suspended this year because he was betting on the Falcons games, I need to check on the fan duels and whatever kind of accounts Derek Carr, Hunter Renfro have. <laughs> Bro, because how do you trust Hunter Renfro ever again if you're Derek Carr? He's probably well, the most trusted player on that team, and he went and did that to you. He fumbled twice in a row. Well, and here's the thing. So first, Derek Carr almost throws an interception. More like Ren, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, oh my no. gosh. Come on, Ken. <laughs> All right, sorry. You're, you're like four for five now, but you're good. Keep yeah. it rolling. Keep this it rolling. one miss. I know. So four out of five isn't bad. That's not bad. I just got to keep grinding. <laughs> just keep on going at it. <laughs> but Carr tries to throw the ball away in overtime, right? Tries to throw an interception. The Cardinals don't don't <laughs> grab it. He did try. Remember, he did the, try. Devontae Adams wide yeah. open over the middle, right. and Carr he threw throws it behind, him, like five behind yards. him at the ground. Yeah. 
So, yeah, he tries to throw a pick. I forgot about that. Yeah. Don't forget. Never forget. <laughs> never, and that's why I never forget. That's why I'm calling on Roger Goodell to investigate Derek Carr <laughs> and Hunter Renfro. Uh, After that play where Carr misses a wide-open Devontae Adams, who seems to be wide-open every play, but Carr stopped throwing it to him mm-hmm. in the second half. How many receptions for Devontae Adams yesterday? Two catches. Two. Two, two catches two. for Devontae Adams. Two, two receptions, 13 yards. I'm telling you, the Raiders were up <laughs> by 20. I'm actually kind of on board with you. I thought this I'm was a conspiracy so theory, but now, hey, Raj, I'm calling for it, too. I need Roger Goodell on this. The Raiders were up by 20. Devontae Adams didn't catch another ball. Derek Carr tries to throw it away. Mm-hmm. So he tries to get a target at Devontae Adams to get to get us off of his, you know, his, his, <laughs> his stench. Yeah. So we won't think anything yeah. of it. And he throws it trying to throw a pick. The Cardinals don't take it. Then the next play, Devontae Adams gets open again. Yeah. He throws it to Hunter Renfro. Decent idea. Decent yeah. enough. Hunter Renfro Fumbles the ball. Right. So you got to think if you're Derek Carr at that point, maybe I go away from Renfro this next play. Uh-huh. Someone's got a little, uh, their butts clenched yeah. a little bit. I need someone more reliable. Because <laughs> luckily Foster Moreau jumps on that fumble. Uh-huh. You retain possession, you have a chance to still win it. They even gained five yards off the fumble. Got a couple yards off of it. No no harm, no foul. But you know what? Renfro might be done for this drive. Yeah. Maybe we even take him out the game. But no, he stays in. Hey, let's check down. Very next play. He forces it to Hunter Renfro. Mm-hmm. He gets it right to him. Like, he doesn't look it was at anybody like his, else. Yeah, it, but it, he, he sort of tried to make it look like it was his third option, but he was going to him the yeah. entire way. Yeah, he knew where it was going. It's uh, uh, Renfro. Gets it right to Renfro, and what does he do? Well, he tried to break a tackle, <laughs> wasn't paying attention, had the helmet knocked off, or not knocked the ball out, brought back touchdown overtime. Fumbles it two Game plays over. in a row, and then the Cardinals take that one back for a touchdown, and the Raiders lose. A game that they live by 20, and a game that they refuse to throw the ball to Devontae Adams. I think Derek Carr... And Hunter Renfro in tandem had some kind of money on the card. And then to add insult to injury, the Cardinals DB, just to show you how inept Arizona is, nearly threw the ball out of the back of the end zone before he crossed the goal line. Yeah. The Raiders was, I think, the the biggest loss, or it was the hardest game to lose. Because Arizona, nothing looked good until, you know what what gave the Cardinals life? Was the 87-yard two-point conversion (laughs) where Kyler Murray is just playing playground football. Like, imagine being... delay a game. Yeah. After delay, imagine being a Raiders fan and watching this little guy do that to you. 86 total yards in the first half of offense. You're down 20 zip. And then he ran 86 yards in a two-point conversion. (laughs) And literally, and I think it was the worst game to lose because of that two-point conversion, because on fourth and goal to tie the game, originally, they... It wasn't complete. Like, they threw it out of the back of the end zone, so game over. Oh, no, wait. There's defensive holding. Mm-hmm. Like, so for all of these highs and lows yeah. for, for Raiders fans, like it, I think it was the worst loss by far. The worst one to swallow. Yeah. Kyler Murray, that was confusing when he threw it out. I mean, luckily they had the defensive holding call, right, but he right. scrambles around for 80 minutes, throws it out the back of the end zone on fourth <laughs> down, and luckily gets the defensive holding call. Yep. So if you're a Raiders fan, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, and you got to keep going through <laughs> start, those moments. Start, stop, start, stop. <laughs> right. So right. Weird, and then Hunter Renfro tries to cough up the game two different occasions and finally succeeds the second time. And no balls to Devontae. Like, you got to give the ball to Devontae yards. Adams. If Devontae Adams has two receptions, I don't care who you're playing, you'll yeah. lose that game. And yeah. see, this is what I'm saying about Tua. Oh, whatever, whatever. He doesn't have the arm. He doesn't have the arm. But this is why you put weapons around him. Tyreek Hill, 10 receptions yesterday. 11. Or 11. And, and Jalen Waddell had 10 receptions yesterday. I think he's, they both had 11. He's spreading it around mm-hmm. to his dudes. Double digit. Did they both have 11? I thought Waddell, Waddell had 10. Waddell had 19 targets and I think 11 receptions, okay. two touchdowns. They both had two touchdowns each. And that's the thing. He's getting the ball to his dudes. Derek Carr's getting the ball to Foster Moreau and Hunter Renfro, and, yeah. and he gave the game away like that. <laughs> yeah, there was, I think 13. seven or eight different receivers caught balls from Tua yesterday. I'm beginning to think... That the AFC West 
might not be as good as we thought. I mean, I figured it was going to be sloppy. I figured we'd it's see games like sloppy. this where it's like a track race. Like whoever, you know, turns the ball over more, whoever, whichever quarterback goes off. Like there's not going to be any consistency in the entire division. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 11 for 190, two touchdowns. Jalen Waddell, 11 for 171 and two touchdowns. I mean, Jesus God, man. Oh, yeah, you had it on the show. Yeah, it's right on, there man. in front of you, Ken. Sorry. That's what I was reading off you of. Did the, you did the work, Stone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should probably look at that and show sheet. It's right there, man. Yeah, it's right there. Stone Stone did the work. It's Sorry in bold, about that. too. Like, I want people to know we have three sheets, and the one thing that's in big black big, bold I know. I totally blew it. is the stats there from the game. <laughs> I totally blew it. It's literally like right here it's in right front in of your me. Face. Like right here at my chest. Okay. I just Derek Carred it. It's I had it in front of me. I had it, Devontae Parker numbers Devontae right in Adams. front of me. Or Devontae Adams. Did I, <laughs> speaking of Devontae I'm Parker. I'm blowing it right now. One, I am blowing it. One receptions with the Patriots, two targets, and those oh. two targets were intercepted. So, Devontae Parker. Uh, yeah. I'm glad I brought that up because Patriots fans, we were trying to tell you. Yeah. He ain't it. Not a great, no. Not a great dude experience. ain't it. No and, separation. And he's probably about three games away from a season-ending injury as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 20. I'm Ken Levick. I'm going to look more at Stone's numbers here. I blew it. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.